Hello and welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hagan. How you guys doing? Good to be back. It's great to be back. Good to be back. Uh, back in Cola, as you can see, the, the, the background has changed again. It's nice. It's a little rainy out today, but, you know, solid, solid day. It's a beautiful 70 degrees here. Really? Oh, yeah. But South Carolina can't make its mind up. I... I don't know really, South Carolina can't make its mind oh, up. Well, yeah, it snowed here a couple I days know ago. I know Maryland can't make its mind up. <laughs> I, I've lived in Maryland long enough to know that it's not made its mind up. But I, I don't know if you saw my tweet or not. But I wake up and it's th- thirty degrees outside, and then I come home from class and I'm sweating my balls off because it's mm-hmm. dirty. It's very. Frustrating. Did it snow though? It didn't snow. It snowed. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I guess it, it. It snowed when it was like supposed to snow, actually. So that was the first time in eight mm-hmm. years it snowed. So that was kind of cool. <laughs> Anyways, it's been a big week for the guy. I mean, big week for sports in general. Thanks a lot, Red. I'm here with and Jimmy Batista and Jimmy Trotter. Still and... stuff breaking live. So if we do miss anything, we will try to be on it. But hopefully. Yeah. Uh, Please, Adam Schefter, figure out where Watson's going in the next hour. Yeah. Yeah. Schefter, you got an hour for Watson. To trade. <laughs> let's get this. Let's get this going while we're live. But. I would like to talk about the the I guess the biggest news that happened on what Sunday, right before free mm-hmm. agency started. Mr. Tom Brady comes back out of retirement. Lasted forty one days, Chris. <laughs> what are your thoughts? I mean, he I think he just realized he was sitting there, it's like Job from Arrested Development when he says, I think I made a huge mistake. <laughs> yes. Probably sitting there like his kids like coloring. Kids are on bothering him. Yeah. His wife's like, "Hey Tom, can you get some make groceries for me? Dishes, yeah. go out to Whole Foods or whatever." And he's just like, "Oh, I'm going for a ring number eight. I'm done with this. I can't do it." <laughs> like, he I, cares more about football than he does about his family. I I think he's kind of a sellout for this. I didn't like it. <laughs> I as a you know I'm named after the guy. I, of course, I'm gonna root for him, and I think he's actually gonna win the Super Bowl. Like I have a, there's a good chance he wins the Super Bowl, and the the fact the the reason why I don't like it is only because of the Adam Scheffner report at the beginning. That was your out, Tom. Because he was mad about. Yeah, but that was your out. You go, hey, yeah. I'm not retiring. I'm actually playing the whole season in Tampa Bay. But no, mm-hmm. he goes on, retires, thanks everybody, the whole world, and then everyone's wondering, oh, maybe he comes back and plays for San Francisco. Then the reports came out and said, ah, the Bucks aren't ever going to trade him for anything. So, mm-hmm. And then he's like, all right. That, I guess it's, what I'm guessing is he was like, all right, if I'm not going to San Francisco, I guess I'm just going to play again. In yeah. <laughs> I do love it because I feel like I always criticize teams and guys for being stubborn and like not admitting quick enough when they're wrong. He didn't – like he – was just like you know what i screwed up <laughs> took 40 days for him to decide that he was wrong it's like that's i don't true. care if people are gonna make fun of me for thanking everybody like i'm the goat i can do whatever i want and that's and the main thing come he back. Can do i'm just he gonna come back yeah and the i'm sure he looked russell wilson just left the nfc uh a bunch of other quarterbacks left the nfc it's literally rogers and the rams if he can figure out how to beat mm-hmm. the rams he'll be fine so when you look at I think when he looks at the landscape of the NFC, he's like, why the hell would I not give it a shot again? Like, there's, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a two seed and have to face the Packers in Green Bay, which I've done multiple times before and beaten them before. So when the Packers, who can't win a single playoff game, 
is the the front runner in the NFC, it's like, all right, like Mm. Tom Brady makes his team another Super Bowl contender. Yeah, and there's no like up and coming young quarterbacks either. No, there's nothing. Unless you want to say Kyler, Kyler's like the only one. And that's and we we are an anti Kyler. Anyone, yeah, I don't think yeah. anyone trusts them at all yeah. at this point, which you shouldn't. That's, Jimmy G. To move on to not, my boots move on him. a little bit, but when you look at the Kirk Cousins deal, he now gets another uh, fully guaranteed deal, thirty five million dollars. Let's freaking go! Let's freaking go! <laughs> like that's just asking. You're asking for mediocrity. I don't is, know how. Like that's he, laying your sword down and going, like let's go nine and seven every year. And I he's understand a thief. he is a thief. Like I don't know how he swindles teams. I guess it's really only the Vikings. He got a couple years out of the Redskins, but how has he gotten this many years out of them? And he's won what one playoff game? Yeah. Yep. And there was a weird pass interference call in that game anyway. And the the thing about Kirk is that like yeah sure he's a fine quarterback he has good stats he won't lose your game like actually he will lose your games he will throw the interception to lose your games that's like the key is that (laughs) sure he's good he has some good stats but when it comes down to winning the games he's not going to be someone to win you he's he's the king of throwing for like 350 yards and having 70 or 70 percent completion and still losing games and then you look at the box score. If you didn't watch the game, and you're like, "Wow, this Vikings team can't win for Kirk." But you watch the game, and you're like, "Kirk Cousins can't win games." No, it's the when, it, weirdest, when they need like, him most, paradox. he can't. Yeah, it is a paradox, and it. I I don't know why you'd sign up for that again, because I I I've heard the arguments like, "Oh, what else are like are they supposed to do?" It's like at that point, I'd just rather take a chance on someone in the draft. Yeah, let Mon sling it. Yeah, let Mon sling it, and then if that doesn't work. You get the first overall pick. Like, come mm-hmm. on now. There, I don't I, understand first, why teams don't ever, like teams don't do that enough in the NBA. It's like, oh, if this doesn't work, like we'll just get the top pick anyways. And oh, not the Wizards. Yeah, they don't. They don't do that. But <laughs> a lot of other teams. The NFL, it feels like that never happens. Where it's never like yeah. No, well, I mean, there's there's like stuff. a select few cases, but and it's really obvious when it happens, like Miami a couple years ago. Alliance yeah, this year, the Jags, I guess, when they just kind of let everybody walk. But yeah, you're right, and it's like it's so obvious when it happens in the NFL, which is why teams are probably nervous to do it. That's fair, and I can see that, and I can see why. Like we talked about, when those teams are formed, like the Dolphins team and the Jaguars team, we're like, oh, these teams will not go Owen. Like it's hard to go Owen sixteen. It's hard to mm-hmm. to have fifty three people all not want to win when they're all getting their butt kicked. But I don't even right. see this as that like you're it's just Kirk Cousins you're cutting here, guys. It's not like we're cutting <laughs> uh like it's not like they're cutting Deshaun Watson or something. And they have Mond. He was a second round pick. Like give him a shot. So Yeah. I mean personally, you know that I love it because I love this Vikings team. <laughs> and if you take Kirk Cousins away from them they're not then... the same. They're not the same at all. So I'm looking forward to a whole another season of me taking the Vikings every other week against everybody that they play. So I'm all here for it. That's my 
my personal opinion on it. But if I were a fan, I'd be like, really? Like, again? Yeah, you're just signing. Yeah, we're signing up for the same years that we've had the past four. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. uh, Other. So let's just get into, I guess, big free agency news. The, The Jacksonville Jaguars are the highest spending team so far in this. It, you know what this reminds me of is the Jets a couple years ago when they Does. went out and they got Mosley. Yes. Yep. They got Le'Veon Bell. And they got uh, – uh, didn't they get Jameson Crowder that year too? Yes. So there's your Christian Kirk right there. It doesn't – Yeah. Work. Kirk, four-year, $72 million is possibly the worst contract that I've ever seen. That's bad. And I don't like – I'm not exaggerating. No, it's bad. It could the, be the worst. Like I don't even like Christian Kirk. I don't even think no. he's that good. He's like a number three. Yeah, he's a slot guy. He's a slot, like, number three receiver that they're paying, like, $19 million a year. And yeah, it's – I don't know how you defend that. I don't know how you defend that either. And there's also – they also have the Zay Jones signing, which is three years, $30 million, He's a number four. Three million. He's, yeah, he's like a – He's a bench right receiver. Uh <laughs> I'd rather have Shark than both those guys, I think. And you're getting Shark for 10 mil. We just saw Shark. So that we'll get to later. Why I don't know why that happened. But I guess the Ev- Evan Ingram has been not good his whole his whole NFL career. He's like a two-time pro bowler. Evan Ingram is? Mm-hmm. But there's just not a lot of good tight ends. That's, yeah, I was about to say. there were In the to- NFC, at least. Like, I don't know. And he's also he and has then, Danny Dimes thrown to him, so I'm not gonna Yeah. Well but he's got the dropsies. Oh he does have the dropsies. You're right. He definitely does um, have the dropsies. I've definitely seen some good Giants clips of him dropping. Uh oh uh, never mind, had, just one purple. My bad. They have they got some good decent O linemen, uh, with Brandon Sheriff and they re signed mm-hmm. Cam Robinson. I do like uh their D tackle that they got, Fat Tusk. Fatuski, Fatatuske, mm-hmm. I don't know, but I think that's a good mm-hmm. signing. Uh, I think the the linebacker, why, like why the O Olukum Foy Foy Olukum Foye Olukum. Uh, I think that's a little too much money too. I don't know any team that was like bringing out the Brinks truck to buy him back. So, <laughs> and then I mean, you, like at the end of the day, they're just all these all, all these signs. You can't build through free agency. Not like this. Like, if you're signing, I don't know, if you're signing, like, these are not A-plus players that you're signing this A-plus money for. So you look at the whole class of free agency, and you're like, all right, you just, it's kind, it's funny, it's sad, because I'm thinking about it. It's kind of like what the Patriots did last year. Mm-hmm. A lot of well, yeah. money and, uh, when you didn't need to spend a lot of money. The Giants a couple years ago with when they had McAdoo and they signed all those defensive players. And, like, it did work for one year. And then they absolutely imploded the next year. Like, I can't think of a team that has signed. I mean, other than the Rams, I guess. But the Rams are going out and getting, like, all pro guys. These are just a bunch. Like, Sheriff's the only guy who's a consistent pro bowler. And he's, and he's barely ever in. He's barely, barely ever healthy. When was the last time he I mean, played? No, he has... He gets hurt like almost every year, but he doesn't miss that many games. All right, well that's good. I just knew he's always yeah. hurt. It, yes, he does get hurt a lot. <laughs> uh, that's a huge deal. That's a lot of money to pay a guard. Massive money to pay a guard, especially oh. like 
the the value of guards, we just saw the Patriots get rid of Shaq Mason for a fifth rounder. So mm-hmm. the value of guards really, I don't think, is high enough to be spending fifty million dollars on one. Yeah. But, you know. And I, I I know I've said it on the pod before, but there was the old Jay Gruden quote when he was talking about Scott McLuhan, who got ran out of the building. He was the GM. And they asked Gruden, like, if he'll be missed. And Gruden was like, well, you look at his two first-round picks. One's played six games in the NFL. That was Josh Johnson. And the other one was a guard. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think you said that the other week, but that's hilarious. The I, I don't know what the, what the Jags are doing. But I do know that the Jets are kind of building something a little nice over here. They they got they got basically similar players to what the Jaguars got only with just a lot less money. Like like they got Jordan Whitehead from the uh Bucks who is a is actually a, a starting safety, like a nice mm-hmm. good safety. They got a good guard in Lake and Tomlinson, only I guess that that's 40 million again, but only 27 guaranteed. And they got back, they got a CJ Uzmama, one of my favorite players in the <laughs> NFL, and Braxton Berrios. So they got a bunch of players that they needed back, and they're still a young team. With I also they also got DJ Reed, which is a decent signing as well. So they're not you know not building through the free agency, but doing good signings to help out the younger players mm-hmm. on the team. Yeah, they still have a long ways to go. Yeah, they definitely have a long ways to go, but it's in the right direction, which we haven't seen in the Jets mm-hmm. in a long time. That's true. And one can hope. One can definitely hope. The Speaking of the right direction, a team that we haven't seen go in the right direction in anything in like the past five years is the Raiders. And the Raiders, yeah. I actually thought, had some good moves today. I like the Chandler Jones deal, and then you immediately flip uh, Yannick Ngakwe for y- uh, Rock Yassin. Mm-hmm. You get Bile Nichols, who I think is good, for only $11 million, two years. And you re-sign Max Crosby. That's a great. I think that's a great offseason right there that you have. And you're not even like getting ready for draft season. So I think that's a great free agency period for them. Yeah. No, they look good. The problem with the Raiders is that they play in that division, where it's like no matter yeah. what they do. So it's like these upgrades be... are to get slaughtered by Kansas City <laughs> by fifty. Yeah. I mean, like you can't say. There's no reason to try because, like, what are you doing if you're not trying to win? But at the same time, it's hard to, like, even appreciate that much that they're doing when, like, their ceiling is going to be the wild card round. Yeah. No, I agree. And you said, uh, what are you doing if you aren't winning? You're signing Kirk Cousins for $45 million. (laughs) That's what you're doing. Fair enough. You're not winning. So, talk about in-division. The Los Angeles Chargers are – they're all in. All the chips are they're trying they're trying to be like their other LA brothers. More like a redhead, more like a step like a step cousin. They're like like no one really cares about the Chargers. But anyways, now they they want people to care about the Chargers. They they signed JC Jackson, big money, Cleo Mack, they traded for him, and signed re-signed Mike Williams for big money with Sebastian Joseph Day, who they got from the Rams. Uh actually a good signing off that too. What are your thoughts? I mean, this is like this is a Super Bowl caliber roster. It has to be. We say it with, about the Chargers all the time, but like this year, seriously, is the year where if they don't make an actual run, like no, they issues. literally will never. Because yeah. Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa alone on the defense 
is frightening. They have plenty of other pieces on that team now. And, like, a lethal offense, strong weapons, a good young quarterback. Like, they are primed to make a run at the Super Bowl. They are. They are definitely in the right position. They are prime Even in this... Oh, my God. Von Miller, six, six years, $120 million for the Bills? What? Von Miller just signed for the Bills, $120 million for six years. Holy crap. How was he able to get a six-year deal? I don't know, but they just signed O.J. Howard, too. All right, we'll talk about the Bills in a second. We got to talk about real quick. Uh, let's finish up on the Chargers real quick. I got to talk okay. about uh, Mr. J.C. Jackson, who he left the Pats. I want to defend the Pats for a minute. I'm pretty sure they offered him a decent contract. They don't have enough money to sign him. He's 5'9". He got burnt by a bunch of receivers that were better than him. But he's still an all-pro, still a great player. I'm excited to see him on the Chargers. It's a shame he's not on the Pats. But I heard the main reason why he wanted to sign with the Chargers was actually because of Derwin James. Interesting. Yeah, he, I, so there was, there's pictures of him and Derwin James at the Pro Bowl, you know, hanging out. And he posted pictures of – the only pictures of him on his Instagram are him leaving the, the Pats, like, a stadium tunnel or whatever, and then a picture of him and Derwin James at the Pro Bowl. So, mm-hmm. clearly there had to be some recruitment there going on. And wish him all the best. I kind of wish he didn't go out. He was kind of cocky when he left. Like, mm-hmm. he, he was – he kept posting, like, oh, he's going to be – top three played player in the free agency or whatever it's like all right we get it you you're gonna get the bag like relax a little bit and but he earned it good for him going from undrafted to 82 million dollars is pretty damn sweet Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i love jc jackson obviously i know you do this former terp former terp so so to see our guys get the bag so i hate to say it i really hate to say this now with this bills news they might be facing. They might be in the Super Bowl facing Tom Brady because they. <laughs> so they they've got to be. I mean, them and Kansas City are still the favorites in the AFC. Definitely, and they got Gotta they be. got Tim Settle, who. Yeah. I, you know, you know Tim. Underrated. Settle, underrated for sure. That's going to be a great signing to see his stats at the end of the year. They got Mitch Morris as center, and they got Roger Stafford, who just got Staffold, who just got cut by the the Titans for just you know, dead cap reasons, and he just go ahead and gets a free ring with the Bills when he signs there. But now they have Von Miller and O.J. Howard, so they have two good tight ends instead of just one. Or I guess decent. O.J. Howard's never really done anything. Uh, he seems like he will, though, always. Oh, he's he's always the best, uh, like, fantasy, like, sleeper pick. It's like, yep. oh, this year I'm taking O.J. Howard. Good luck. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, and now with Von Miller, I hopefully, I would like to see, because they're division rivals, I would like to see Von Miller be old and slow and bad and have them pay $120 million six years for him. But he's still, what, 32, 33? Big contract for a guy that's 32 years old. That's what, yes. Like, you have him until he's 30. Really, really long. It's way um, too long. I don't know. I guess you figure, like, if that's... There's got to be a, a buyout somewhere, right? 
Like, there's no way that oh, they're no. committed for six years. The thing with NFL contracts that people, especially in this period of free agency, need to realize is that none of these contracts are real. The cap space might mm-hmm. be real, but the contracts are, like, he's getting what, 120 million. He won't, he maybe will see, like, 60 of them. I don't know. Yeah, he'll, but, like, tear something in his second year and then they'll be buying him out. There's always a way out with these contracts. Mm-hmm. So the six years, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be that daunting. Yeah. Um, yeah, the contracts are always built against the players, unless you're a quarterback. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100. And even with that, it's like, it's not that it's, it's just like sometimes it's fake money. Mm-hmm. Right? It's yeah, it's just, monopoly money. Yeah. So that's where I see on that. The, Thanks a lot, Red. I'm here with Judy Batista. I think I'm going to have to, is it time to talk Joe about the Pats and how they're doing? Or go for it. All right. Uh, this is what happens when the best quarterback of all time loses your team. I just gotta say, <laughs> I'm just gonna announce that right there. Like, this is what happens when the guy who gets team friendly deals and lets everyone s- stay with you leaves. But the old folks had to leave, and Bill heard me and said, "All right, we're getting rid of everybody then, because <laughs> it's it's been a it's been a losing frenzy. We lost J.C. Jackson. When today we lost our fullback and backup running back, which I guess isn't that bad, but." It's it's time for a new regime. There's we got Mac Wilson by trading uh, Chase Winovich player for player. I always love the player for player just swaps, mm-hmm. and I love that trade. He's younger. He's a fast middle linebacker, which is exactly what we need. And Chase Winovich was getting out of the the rotation for defense, so I I like to see him. He was a good uh, nice energy guy, but he's out. He's gone now. We signed James White, which I actually think is massive. That mm-hmm. that needed to happen. And we lost uh, Shaq Mason, probably Trent Brown, and that's not good. Not when you have a rookie So, So where do you go from here, then? I'll tell you where we go from here. We sign Allen Robinson. <laughs> now And now that uh, Bobby Wagner is another must-sign, they get those two. <laughs> if you're trying to compete this year, which I guess, every as we said earlier, every team's trying to compete this year. But... Like, we're gonna suck for a couple years, probably. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm just gonna like I'm. Of course, I'm gonna be excited. I'm gonna be hype. I'm gonna project. I'm gonna say they're gonna win the Super Bowl every year. But they're realistically, they're gonna have to suck a couple years to get some of this back. And the reason why that is is when you look at the 2019 draft class for the New England Patriots, it's a waste. It is a waste of almost the whole draft class. There's maybe two good players in it, and one of them's a punter. And the second ones are running back. <laughs> so the when you look when you have a draft class that does that, this is why you're in those situations because mm-hmm. the young players don't develop, and then you don't have them under contract for three years, and then yeah. and that so, was that was kind of Bill's bread and butter too, was just getting guys in like the fourth and fifth round that could replace the guys that he lets go. And yes, that's and how I, he stays under the cap and still puts together a strong roster. And I think that's I think that's one hundred percent possible within this Patriots roster as of right now. There is mm-hmm. there's a way this works out where we are still competitive within the AFC East or within the AFC, maybe not you know, not like a Super Bowl contender, but a playoff contender that could win a game or two. Mm-hmm. So this draft is a must, must hit for the Patriots. But as long as I don't have to worry about a quarterback, I'm really not that mad. So yeah. as long as Mac Jones plays well, we get him a good receiver he can play and develop, 
and he doesn't get his head killed by Von Miller, we uh, will be straight. Yeah. So the uh, another so a Pats guy that I thought was going to happen didn't work out was went to the Pittsburgh Steelers. His name is Miles Jack. Bitch. Uh, oh. No, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so the Jaguars, we talked about them earlier, spent all this money to then cut one of their good players that's already on the roster. I don't, like, why? <laughs> I don't I know. get it. <laughs> I, you, you ever, I mean, I question everything the Jaguars do, so I never not oh, question yeah. the Jaguars, so. Anyways, he signed with the Steelers. I think, I think it's a good like a signing. Good fit to me. Yeah, it seems like a good signing. It seems like he can work out with Tomlinson. Tomlinson could just find, like, he could just make him good, so that, I think, will work out. Mitch, this, honestly, if we're thinking about it, I think this is kind of like the perfect spot for Mitch. It's not bad. If he, he this could is, use a better O line, he could use but a better O line. Could be worse, but it's kind of on him now. Mm-hmm. It's kind of on Mitch. This yeah, is a proven coach, it's a proven year, a proven system that's our, that's been working, and now you have the quarterback. So he, I mean. He can't be worse than Big Ben was over the last two years. No, there's no way. Right? No. <laughs> like, he cannot be worse there's than that. There's absolutely no way. If, and he has, like, I know they have problems with drops, but he still has three good receivers. He's got a top 10 running back. So, like, the pieces are there. They have a really good defense. So he's probably going to benefit from field position a lot. So, yeah, it's a, it's a big year for Mitch. It is a big year for me. I'm excited to see it, though. I, I am, too. As, as Mitch believers, we're ready for yeah. Mitch to come. Are you, gonna be, Mitch. are you going to be sad if he's, like, the Steelers quarterback forever and you're stuck with Wentz over there? Yep. I, I don't know why I asked that. I should have known it was gonna just going to be yes. Yeah, That's kind we of don't have mean, to talk about Wentz That was kind anymore. of a mean question. Now he's officially, <laughs> that was a, now he's officially QB1. He's, uh, it's officially oh, a new year, so he's officially. I've right. seen the pictures. Pictures are bad because he's hideous. He just looks like a boob. Which is just like doesn't inspire any he confidence definitely looks at like all. A boob. The so the Browns, <laughs> they got Amari Cooper, cut, uh, what's his name, Jarvis Landry, and then right now they're looking to trade Baker Mayfield. Even apparently, even if they don't trade Watson, and what do you do then? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why they had that. Like, if, I would just keep Baker if you're not going to get Watson. And yeah, at least ride it out for one more year. Yeah, because I don't then, like. What are you going to get for Baker? I, I, well, I don't know what his value. Maybe. Would be. I he no have idea. to. If Jimmy G went for a second round pick, he like should have to go for a second round pick, right? Yes. I don't really know the. Yeah, I don't know. But did you see what Baker said on Instagram? This whole long side of Cleveland. And Cleveland. Yeah. I. Like, does Baker know something? Yeah. Come on, Baker. You, you're like that scared you're losing your job? Like, come on now. Show mm-hmm. confidence that you're going to stay there. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit like him, his personality and everything. It's just kind of lame. It didn't match. It doesn't match up to how the the baker like i that's not what i think you would say no that's not the baker experience exactly what ha- like what happened to the baker 
of of old with the like the cocky the horns down yeah. baker like that's what we and the flag in the middle the horseshoe yeah flag in the middle like show some confidence that you're gonna be like the, the starter for your own team like come on now yeah but oh he's the worst ever he is the worst ever so. he is the worst ever I actually to be honest he got like turned on in Cleveland I feel like. I feel like the fans turned on him. Oh yeah. For being his, for being the Browns' court, the best Browns quarterback of all time. Mm-hmm. He gets pretty. Well, they got a little taste of success, and then when it didn't continue, like they freaked out. Well, and what also happened is that every year, every offseason, everyone said they were going to win the Super Bowl. So then, when they don't even mm-hmm. make the playoffs, they get pissed. Which I guess I get yeah, it. That's fair. Yeah. But that, I feel like that's their own fault. They shouldn't be be turning on Baker mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, I agree. All right, your uh, your NFC East is is all right. The ma- only major signing was what Hassan Riddick. Nothing else. Yeah, uh, it's been like pretty out. dormant right now. I'm still terrified of Watson. But I don't think either of those guys are front runners right now. I like how JD McKissick came back. That was weird. That was weird. And Twitter was in shambles. I bet he's pissed now. That he that he wasn't resigned. <laughs> I bet he's pissed now that he's not with the Bills. He's like, damn, they're going to sign Von Miller. Yeah, honestly, why would you take equal money to come to Washington versus play in Buffalo? Because he's, 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 he, he's bred in the DMV. He... <laughs> <laughs> I guess that means, I mean, you know, Carson Wentz is a great teammate. This guy's played for him, so. Hey, it's already starting. That's what you like it's to already hear. starting. That's what you like to hear. What, what has been annoying about our free agency is that We've just like released three starters, which sucks. Flowers is gone. Um, Ionitis is gone. He wasn't a starter, but he was like a really strong rotational piece. The Ionitis uh, and DeShazer Everett, who was like it. our best special teamer. So I don't like. And I know it's all because of Wentz's stupid contract, which really pisses me off. Also, he's not worth what he's getting paid. What is up with? Like, Ionitis should have been a, an easy trade piece. I know. We've been talking about him being traded for two years now to try to get a quarterback. It's been like, oh, yeah, throw Ionitis in there. Now he's just released. For enough, that's such a shame. Like, he would definitely be worse. Like, he, he would have been I would have been happy if, for the, if the Patriots gave a third-round pick for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's dumb. I always liked him. Um, but now they have no depth on the D-line. They've yeah, got their four studs. And if you're going to let Tim Settle walk, why why cut Ioannidis? Mm-hmm. That's a shame. I don't know. That's a shame. Speaking I of, mean, it was inevitable for them to have to let some of those guys go. Well, that they couldn't just pay six for, guys on the yeah. D-line. And, yeah, yeah, I and guess that makes have, sense. Wentz's cap hit, too, which sucks. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, it, do I trust Ron still? Kind of. Well, this is, is this is the GM, right? Yeah, but I see, he's still pulling the strings, I think. You think Ron is behind the scenes? I mean, like, they're not going to do anything without Ron's approval. That's true. So. I, it's crazy to think, like, a defensive guy, he would just be like, all right, just cut an Ionitis. We don't even need him. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see. I got, what, five months to sell myself on Wentz? <laughs> yeah, It'll I, happen. It'll it takes time. I'm here with Judy Batista and Jim Trotter. <laughs> I will. And I, I think. Jim, I'm gonna start with you. We just see yeah. the news of Chandler. I'll have Jones, him in fantasy. Arguably for sure. the top. God, I'm looking at the sleeper. I hate. 
I'm looking at this free agent list and every time it's like it's on the NFL net like NFL network stuff. So it's like the video's gotta play of them talking about some mm-hmm. stupid crap. That happened to me like, a couple dude. minutes ago. It happened jumped every, out of my chair. Every time I click on the tag, I'm like oh the tab, I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> so news that I actually forgot even happened, but I'm looking at it right now, is that Devontae Adams will not play on the tag in twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two. Yeah, so they tagged him. Did they tag him before that or after? They tagged him they before. Because okay. you have to, you, he received a franchise tag, and then he said he will not sign it. He won't. Okay. He's holding out. So, Interesting. I, I think if you're Adams, you see that they just took care of Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I just play on it. I'd be yeah. Like, they're not gonna too. like. They're not gonna do me dirty. Well, that's why I guess you say that you're not gonna play on it because they're not gonna be like. Oh, okay. Well, we'll just let him hold out. Like Rogers is gonna say, okay. Like, if you're not gonna pay him, then, or he probably said, if you're not gonna pay him, like, I'm not gonna sign the contract. Like, that's his guy. That's like, what I was thinking too. Sure like, shouldn't Rogers? And yeah, but shouldn't Rogers be like, hey, come on, man. Like, I just signed five years. I could have gone to any team I wanted to, and I just signed mm-hmm. back to play with you again. So. Yeah, but like I still gotta admit though, this whole offseason would be a lot more fun if both of them just left. Oh yeah, I agree. Seeing the Packers without a real quarterback would be fun. It would be fun. Be the first time in a <laughs> first time in like thirty years that they don't have a quarterback. Yeah, literally. Without a Hall of Fame level quarterback. Weird. But I don't know. The I think he'll get taken care of. I don't think it'll be a big deal. It I all of these holdouts, they never amount to anything. It's just always ends up they get. Yeah, there's no way that they start the season without him. Yeah, they they, they can't. There's they we've seen that they have nothing without him anyways, so they definitely can't. So sadly, I have to talk about one team that I think has had another great off season so far, and that has been the Baltimore Ravens. Sadly, they well, I, like all I can say is that all these signings are, I think, a pluses. Yeah. I mean, so, they're like they're a well-run team. They always have been, and yeah. they still have holes. It's nice that they got Zadarius Smith for eight million a year. Like, how that's even possible? Yeah, is pretty, pretty yeah. Damn nice. And Marcus Williams is a, I think he's a top five safety. I think he's really good too. So we're really having a, well, not the Marcus Williams. I can't even, like, I wouldn't even be able to get excited about just because of the one. Oh play. yeah. That's what I, the first thing I thought of when he got signed. I was like, oh, the guy who no, led up the like, Stefan wow. Pitts. Wow. He got that big the... contract after that. Yeah, man, but, people yeah, making him punters on Madden. Cutting them. Making him retire. Well, Moses, yeah. too, I think is just solid. He's solid. The thing about him is he's a little old, but he never, mm-hmm. even in those Redskin days towards the end, he never got, he was never bad. He, he gets hurt every game, but he only misses a couple plays. Yeah, and then he's back. They tape it up. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he's a solid guy to have on the right side. They definitely need, like, more. They definitely need a better offensive line and more stuff mm-hmm. on their defense. But it's a step in the right direction for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, definitely. While we're in the division, I'm just looking at it right now, uh, the Bengals, they got two O-linemen, which is literally all they needed. So, <laughs> And they keep re-signing players that will was on their Super Bowl team. So... Keep it going. That's yep. what you want Just to see. Just make sure Burrow isn't getting sacked nine times a game. Yes. That's exactly what you need to do. 
any other big things that we – oh, Julio Jones got cut. That That is just okay. stupid. They save, I think, $3 million, but $8 million in dead cap. Mm-hmm. So you're paying him $8 million to be on the team anyways, and he's just not on the team. And you traded the second-round pick for him last year. I get, yeah, I don't I know what they're doing. I understand that he wasn't on the field a lot. I understand that he wasn't that much of a impact player without uh, – also, someone says you look hot, by the way. I appreciate. It. I was waiting for to acknowledge that. <laughs> and that. made my day. <laughs> what I was talking about, um, Julio. Yeah. So Julio is. I get he doesn't play a lot. I get he was injured the whole time. But you already traded the second round pick for him, and you're already paying him. So you might as well keep him. And now that would be the sunk cost fallacy, though. What is that? If you've ever me. taken an economics I course. Have not. <laughs> Please inform- no, basically listen. saying that the call you've already like gotten rid of the money it's not like you get it back you already got rid of the second round pick so if he's not doing you any good there's no reason to hang on to him just because you're worried that you gave up the second round pick that's the fallacy yeah but i think he could have been good if he just was a little bit healthier like, no i know i think that even like no matter what they gave up for him i don't know why they would release him at this point anyway especially when like you're not even gonna look for trade offers like it's julio freaking jones here i understand like the name itself should deserve a fifth round pick like come on <laughs> so yeah. I, I don't know him. what they're doing there yeah i take him but you know i i have a prediction he's just gonna be like he's just gonna be the bucks fourth receiver <laughs> then think about he is that as the rams yeah or the rams fifth receiver <laughs> like that'll literally be the perfect spot for him because he will he'll get injured but he'll be there when you need him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Um, last, like, really A-plus signing I liked was the Justin Reed to the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. They did lose the Honey Badger, but I kind of think the Honey Badger is a little overrated, so I like that. I also got season. Frank Clark back. Yes. It's big. They keep that whole D-line together. Yeah. If they right? keep the, and they got, they got franchise-tagged uh, Orlando Brown. So three key pieces that they they needed desperately. Any last uh, any last thing? Let me refresh Twitter to see if Watson gets traded in the last. Oh, 30 and every I keep getting ESPN notifications on my phone, and every time I think it's going to be Watson. So fortunately, it's not. I don't know if you have been seeing the Patriots Twitter, but uh, Matthew Judon has just been trying his best <laughs> to try to get. Uh, people to sign to the Patriots, and it has not been working. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so hopefully it works eventually. And that's the last thing I got to say about free agency. Any uh, yeah. anything anything you got to say? I'm itching to talk about March. I figured you were. So I got <laughs> yeah, let's talk March then. So first of all, while we're talking March, if you want a chance. For a free T-shirt. Oh, we sorry. Before we got, we got a question on uh, on the comments. Uh, what's next for Baker? Uh, we talked about it a little bit. I I think he'll just stay on the Browns. But anyways, <laughs> anyways, if you want a chance for a free T-shirt, what free Wise Guys T-shirt? Join our bracket. It is in the link in our website. 
we will post it on our Instagram story if you want. Again, <laughs> we'll post it before tomorrow. But by noon tomorrow, confirm your brackets. Play. It's free cost, so no need to worry about paying. Just try to win yourself some some free merch. Yeah, and prove that you're smarter than us. Yeah, that's the goal. It's always a, a claim to fame. It's always got to be so that you beat the wise guys in the bracket challenge. Honestly, <laughs> Chris, uh, in the comments, I'm being called out and asking for your oh. wise picks so specifically. Well, specifically little, my wise picks. It's a little rude, but he's ahead of schedule. We're getting to that right now <laughs> before we talk about when we talk about March wise picks. Chris, since the audience requested it, you go first. Uh, okay, my upset is Chattanooga over Illinois. Love it. I don't know why. Um, I kind of think Illinois is fraudulent. I think their best player kind of fades away in March, Kofi Coburn. Um, I think that the best teams in March are usually teams that have really good guard play, and Andre Corbello, Illinois' point guard, is a hot mess. And I think he probably turns the ball over like six times down the stretch in this game, and they end up blowing it. They're, we're not doing spreads. They are an eight-point underdog. That's what I'm taking. But upset. For the, it's a, what's Illinois, a four seed? So yep. The 4-13 game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Chattanooga. So speaking of 4-13 and 13 games, we actually have a wise bowl this week. I didn't realize. A, <laughs> a round one March wise bowl no we don't yeah san diego state and providence baby san diego state doesn't play providence was i just looking at south yeah, dakota they do. State oh south providence. dakota not that all right well then we do at i saw sd i picked the wrong one i want uh oh so it is yes it is a wise bowl oh, i want okay. south dakota oh boy right. so that's what i've been seeing Everybody thinks the Providence is going to get beat because they're the luckiest team and they won the Big East even though they had no all Big East players and they're like low in the Ken Palm rankings and whatever. I don't care about that. They win close games. Like They're built for March right now. I just think they're a little fraudulent. They are fraudulent. fraudulent. But if they win close games, like, I don't know. I get the argument that, like, they're not – as good as their record is, but your record is your record, and there's something to winning close games. And like, I feel like that they are just not going to be nervous when they when they're down five with t- three minutes left. South Dakota State, they'll somehow find a way to pull it out. Um, yeah, that's just a gut pick. And plus, it's a four seed versus a thirteen. Well, yeah, but this is March, Chris. I know it's March. <laughs> I've never seen a spread like this, though. I think it's a two-point spread. Really? Which is for a four horrifying. and thirteen. Yeah. That means Vegas ain't even against them. I no, I I'm all in. South Dakota is the way to go. I think that that's like a popular upset pick, and that's why I don't like it. That's fair, and I'm normally against the popular upset picks, but I don't know. I have no love for Providence. Let's go South. I I've. I, I've enjoyed watching Providence this year just because they play, like, these ridiculous games where they get themselves in, like, impossible situations and somehow find ways to win. And, like, everyone's like, oh, Providence is not good. And, I don't know, like, maybe they're not, but they won the Big East. Um, I Like, they, they've had a dream season. It can't end. And then being upset. 
I, all right, I'll respect that. But it's a wise bull. Go go. Let's go Love South it. Dakota State. Um. All right. Well, we just talked about your second pick, Providence. My second pick. This hat. Like, I think of this another popular upset. I but VT has got to be Texas. Yeah, VT I have is them just, too. They're just off. It's I. This is literally. I will put all the money on it just because they just beat Duke. They're on mm-hmm. the high. Also, Texas is like not been impressive. No, Texas at all. No, I agree. So Texas I have been... no confidence in that team. I agree. So VT ride VT. That's the way to go. The only the only worry I have is that and you see it with Iowa too. Is that like I feel like people get too excited when there's a team that's playing really well, and they end up like using recency bias and having them go really far. So I, that's the only worry I have with Virginia Tech. I still think they beat Texas just because I don't think Texas is very good, but they are dangerous. I mean, they beat Maryland at Maryland, so pretty that's good win. Probably not that hard to do, but anyways, uh, <laughs> we have in the comments. Uh, in the comments, we love the Hoosers in the comments. So, Hoosers is a nice, uh, nice underdog pick. If I uh, I bet against the Hoosiers last night, and that bit me. Are you gonna take them this round against St. Mary's? Uh, uh, no. I don't think I'm gonna take that game. I mean, I have St. Mary's winning in my bracket. I just don't think Indiana's all that good really don't i just thought it would be funny if they lost because they're supposed to be like this blue blood basketball program and honestly like if they didn't get one more win in the big 10 tournament they would have been in the nit which would have been really funny that's true i don't know i kind of (laughs) like kind of like when teams like that that have really passionate and annoying fan bases just get knocked out so i hope i have i have someone in my fraternity who's just an obnoxious hoosers fan so i'm I'm totally okay with them. <laughs> All right, my last wise pick. This is just for the brand, for the culture, for the fam. Is that I got to ride with the Delaware Blue Hands? Mm-hmm. Let's up. Let's uh, let's let them upset. I think Nova's overrated. Let's roll. I do. Roll hands. A- AAC champions. Let's roll them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the line. Uh, what's that? Fifteen and a half. Ooh. So I I already bet. Definitely on it. spread. That like spread is a lock, <laughs> but uh, what's the money line on that? Let's I don't know. Have a quick look. Have a quick look on what the money line is, real quick, because that might be it. Might be massive because uh, that that that'd be hilarious. But that I don't know. It's for the culture, for the brand. Ride Delaware. Ride the hens. Fear the hens, as the comments say. Fear the hens. And uh, it's really funny game? looking at my bracket, seeing in the second round, uh, Loyola Chicago versus Delaware. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. But it is plus a thousand Delaware to beat Nova. Love oh, it. that that come on now. Love it. That's a great money line. <laughs> that is a great money line. <laughs> Keep making bets. It's funny buying me dinner. Yeah, that's not true. <laughs> 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 if you look at the numbers, that would be an incorrect statement. Uh, did I say my last one? No. Um, whoever's playing Bama, which will be the winner of the Notre Dame Rutgers game tonight. Bama has been like all in or all out They're this trash. year. 
Like, they lost to Vanderbilt in the SEC tournament, which was pretty egregious. So I think if you lose to Vanderbilt, you're not allowed to win another a tournament game. I think Rutgers is dangerous. I that's don't know a, why. That's a scary sentence. Like, I know. Just in general. not doesn't, doesn't even matter what the sport is. That's just a scary <laughs> I mean, like, they're, they're not a good team. They play good defense. They're really hard to watch. Like, this feels like a game that... And Alabama is the opposite. Alabama just runs you up and down the floor. It shoots a bunch of threes. They torched Maryland last year in the tournament. Um, so maybe it's kind of like a revenge pick for me. Notre Dame, I don't know anything about. I know that they finished, like, second in the ACC and still were an 11-seed playing game. It's more of just, I don't trust Alabama. I think they've been way too inconsistent, and I think they get caught sleeping in this game. I can, I can attest that they... We'll get they will get caught sleeping. They rolled the cocks, didn't they? Yeah, they did. But the cocks came back. But not for a little bit. Yeah, just for a little bit. And then they didn't come back. But <laughs> I still like I don't think like we talked about great point guard. I don't think they have a great point guard. Uh I just I think Alabama's fraudulent. So Yeah, I agree. There's right. a lot of interesting first round games though. Purdue Yale Purdue Yale's pretty. I don't good. like. <laughs> I I just worry about Purdue. I, I don't know why, but they're just they another. blow leads, and they like don't close out games well, which really scares me in the tournament. If you're looking for another big money line pick, like maybe sprinkle Yale a little bit. Yeah, a little. Yale. I think it's either. I, I, I think know. it's either like very close, or Purdue beats them by thirty, and I'm dead wrong. You might as well take the chance. The, <clears throat> sorry, the game, another game I like, an upset game, but I think Amer- like a lot of people like it is Michigan versus Colorado Michigan's State. favored. They are? Yeah. Hmm, I kind of don't They're like, like minus two against Colorado State. <laughs> I kind of don't like them anymore. Yeah. Kinda I don't, like, like Michigan, I hate Michigan for a couple reasons. Hunter Dickinson is a scumbag. Uh, and he's a loser. And Juwan Howard should be banned from basketball because he fight, tries to fight other coaches. I just think that they're a loser program, and I hope they get beat. So that's why I'm taking Colorado State. That's fair. A little, uh, <laughs> little biasy on it. A little bit, yeah. We about the, the coach fighting, trying to fight someone. Yeah, get, that, that was, was, that was pretty weird. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty it was, Like, that's just not a normal thing that happens. Professional. Coach in sports, yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, and he's back now. He got suspended for like the rest of the regular season. And they actually started winning games, and then the first game in the Big Ten tournament, he can't. He comes back, and they get beat by Indiana. And they blow like a ten point lead. So, I don't know. I don't think. I think God will be on the side of the Colorado State Rams because Juan Howard doesn't deserve it. <laughs> it's karma. Karma, yeah. <laughs> I have a couple karma picks. My my winner at Texas Tech is a karma pick because their coach left them this year, so it's a revenge tour. I actually love that. The revenge. Like, the, the only whole, re- the whole, like the whole band bangs together. It's all a revenge tour. I like that. The yeah. I, Fab I, Five is a loser program. Yeah, they didn't win a national championship, and they had wins vacated because they cheated. So, damn, loser program. 
Then uh, Louisville was the one that lost the, uh, their title too, right? Yeah, that was because Patino was like hiring strippers to come in for recruits and stuff. Well, I hope he's the South Carolina coach. I hope he's the Maryland coach, but he won't be. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Kentucky is my other pick to go all the way. Kentucky. I think that the, I mean, they have possibly the yeah. player of the year. Oscar Schwebe, I think is how you say his name. He's averaging like 17 and 15 a game, which is ridiculous for college. Uh, I don't, looking at that side of the bracket, I think it'll be fascinating if they see Purdue, because then he's going to have to go up against Edie and Trayvon Williams. It's like the best front court in the country. But I think Kentucky, like they have their experienced head coach, uh, a lot of experienced guys. So I think that that's like my other pick, probably more likely than Texas Tech, definitely more likely. So that's kind of my Texas Tech doesn't win. It's going to be Kentucky. I have a last uh, episode we did before the thing happens was before you know the selection happened selection sunday was we and all the tournaments i had auburn i don't i don't don't even have them in my final four anymore and my new team that i'm riding is baylor and kansas big 12 i like yes i like uh i like the can i like the jayhawks i don't i like i don't really have a specific reason why like it seems like it's been a while since they've made it all the way in teams like that, it feels like every couple of years they're in the national, like Kentucky, Duke, Kansas. Yeah. Every few years they're playing for a national championship. It's been a couple of years, so they're due. Oh, you say that, and then Duke's just looking over there, like, hey. Duke, I think, yeah. There. Duke has the players, like they do every year. Um, they might be. They're probably like a top three team, maybe top two team in terms of talent. Uh, I don't think they're gonna win for Coach K. I hope Which not. Make me really happy. They're, and no, they're gonna have to play Gonzaga. And Gonzaga's better yeah. than them. They're gonna have to play Gonzaga. They're gonna have to play your Texas Tech too, eventually. Yeah, that's when they're gonna lose. Yeah. They so, don't have the heart and soul like Texas Tech does. Exactly. They're not fighting for Coach K like Texas Tech is fighting for the for their guy who left. Or fighting for the <laughs> new guy, I guess. So Mark Adams. Mark Adams. First of all, we have we have a, the comments are on fire right now. We have a uh, it, like a bunch going on, and someone said talk about Batman, and then he said that it was ass. I disagree. If we want to talk about Batman for two seconds, we're gonna do a movie review when it comes out. It was not an ass movie, so you're wrong. But, um, it wasn't bad, but it's way overhyped. Oh, I didn't know that was your feelings about it. That's that. Uh, we'll, we'll wait. I figured it would be an interesting movie review. I uh now now we should not, probably not get into it just so we can no, save yeah we gotta save it now because I don't have I don't have my notes prepared or anything no no I agree I agree and um, I want to say one thing one last thing about the tournament before we just talk about uh I have a little college corner stuff but why is Tennessee a three seed like that is ridiculous I don't know they got they, robbed they I have beat, them in my final four yeah they beat UK and uh another two seed crap uh oh Auburn. Yeah, they beat them both mm-hmm. to win the SEC championship. So that's pretty stupid. Um, and I also think Texas A&M should have made it, at least in the play-in. Yeah. They got absolutely robbed. They got gypped. They so got gypped. who else got I gypped? I mean, they stomped. 
Auburn and Arkansas in back-to-back games in the SEC tournament as a bubble team. So I thought that was kind of outrageous. Yep. It's uh, it's not. It was pretty bad. Pretty bad. So, sorry, I was in the middle of typing something, and I. Uh, so what I'm looking at right now is South Carolina men's basketball program without a head coach. <laughs> I I said Welcome earlier in an earlier episode, I said that I wanted him to keep him because I just don't want to have to deal with and it for the next two years trying to figure out a new coach and all the yeah. hype and everything. And then, like during the season, there's been all this hype about the number one power forward in the country, who's from Columbia, South Carolina, to come and play for us. And now without this coach, not happening. it's probably not happening. Why wouldn't they just wait a year? Like if he was supposed to have this really good recruiting class. I don't know. Because now we have another player, who a four-star who decommitted. And it's now he's he didn't he doesn't say like where he's going now, but he just yeah. said he's open to recruit now. And mm-hmm. it's just sad. It's really sad. I am now... I have no hope in this basketball team for next year now. I had hope, just not anymore. And uh, I sent you a picture yesterday when they fired him that I was – oh, two years ago – that I was looking at the 2023 class recruits already because I'm just Mm – like, it's going to be – what's sad to me is that I don't think we're going to make the tournament until we graduate. And that – Yeah, that sucks. That blows. blows. But that being said – like if it wasn't for this whole Gigi Jackson thing, I would have been like I would have been front in line to fire him. Mm-hmm. So that's how I see it. I hopefully we can get a good coach that we can recruit him and get him back here and get his program started. But I have no faith in our athletics director. Need the Beamer of, of basketball. Can he do both? Can Beamer <laughs> can Beamer do both? Um, I don't know. It, that's I've been thinking about that all year. We need the Beamer of basketball, but I have no idea who it is. Yeah. Luckily, I knew I knew who Beamer was, and I knew I knew what I was getting into, but I have no idea who yeah. any of these basketball coaches are. I just wish that our schools could hire coaches like the Baylor Bears hire coaches because those programs just go from like being the worst team in their conference to all of a sudden they're a top 10 team in football and winning championships in basketball. It makes no sense. And it's not an attractive place to come coach. Yeah. Who wants like, to go to Baylor, Texas? I, it makes no sense. Like Scott drew literally built that program up from dust and back to back years. There were one seed and they just rolled Gonzaga in the championship last year. That rule came in and built Baylor up from going like one in 11. And then they were big 12 champions. I don't like. I don't know where they find these guys, but I wish that David or Damon Evans, our AD, could find coaches like that. Like, why is it that hard? I agree. I agree. It shouldn't be that hard. But I don't know. That's how it is, and all we can do is hope, which is the best thing to do in college. Is hope. Yep. Soon enough, Maryland will have a new coach. Should be like two to three weeks, and I can give my my full breakdown. I've been following it very closely because I accidentally paid for another year of 24-7 sports, so I'm getting my money's worth. <laughs> I might need to use that then. I'll, I'll be looking on that, 24-7 sports, get it all over it. Yeah, so, it's a, it's an addicting website to be on. I'm sure it is, and I'm sure it's a lot of 
bogus too. I mean, the guy who does the Maryland site is like pretty spot on with his insight. I don't know who his sources are, but he's like, that's his job and nobody does what he does. Like his entire work is all just recruiting and coaching at Maryland. So nobody has scoops like he does. That's true. Which is why it's addicting to look at. So as I refresh Twitter one last time, as we go into the into the, the light, we end this podcast. Uh, no Watson trade. So okay, we'll, we'll wait until Friday. We'll have stuff Friday because we're in the middle of NFL free agency. We'll definitely have something to talk about Friday. So no movie Friday. We'll see everyone there and have a good rest of your week.